Welcome to the Talk of Sykeson. I'm Glenn Cantrell, and today we are talking with the SEMO South FCA Area Rep, which is uh, a very short title uh, for Josh Mills, who joins us again on the show. And Josh, uh, always uh, glad to have you on. Thanks for having me, man. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of things, but you know, we talk about FCA. For those that don't know what FCA is, um, tell us uh, what it is. It's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, yeah. but what does that entail? Man, our goal is to lead every coach and every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and His church. And um, you know, we do that in a lot of different ways, whether it's coaches ministry, campus ministry, uh, which is our huddles at the school, um, regular camps, whether it's leadership camps or specific sport camps. Uh, and then just community involvement, whatever that looks like, you know, at the time. Sometimes we partner with other uh, organizations. Sometimes we partner with, uh, like tomorrow we're partnering with a uh, basketball tournament. And, um, you know, going to have a good time with that, just trying to be present. So. In, a, in a world where um, athletes, um, and, and, and listen, sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's good, but I'm finding it more and more annoying uh, when I see professional athletes or college athletes, and sometimes a high school athlete, do things after they've done something well and to bring more spotlight onto themselves. And I think the best case in point, we just had the Super Bowl, and at one point the defense for San Francisco made a great play, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they all ran to the end zone <laughs> as if they were taking a big group picture. And then, of course, as we know, they end up losing the game. You can't do that to Kansas City. That's just their that's their mo. Is what they do oh, is yeah. come back in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, honestly, when I when I saw that happen, um, I'm pretty sure I made a statement to my own kids and was like, that that was a bad thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and and my kids call it karma, and I'm like, there's, I don't think there's such thing. And I said it's just the nature of being uh, too proud at the wrong time. You know, and which is what, what I'm getting to is is FCA really is to get athletes to really yeah. be better people yeah better people uh focus on others focus you know on on god's glory and how that you know entails with what they do on and off the field um i actually said i was over at Popper bluff uh this december and they have they have a big you know christmas tournament over there and and i said to the kids that the one thing uh that's a pet peeve to me is that almost all um sports in some way now have a way of showing the other opposing team or opposing player up, um, even all the way down to golf. They've got a lot of trash talk now in golf, which is so weird to me. Um, but I, I said to these kids, I said, man, you know, if you make a crossover move and you break somebody down, don't stand and stare over them. Just make the shot and move on and, and just consider that, you know, you're better at your craft in that moment. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff. And, and that is one thing that, you know, the longer the um, – that I spend time with, especially individual athletes that I know personally, um, getting them to the point of realizing, man, um, I've been given a gift, and it can't come from anybody but God, mm-hmm. and therefore, you know, I need to point all things back to Him in that moment. And um, I'm seeing some kids buy into that, and it's pretty pretty special. I think they can go far with that. Well, I think, it, you know, you... <laughs> I, you know, I used to love, you know, when I was a kid, you know, oh, it was fun and that kind of thing. And sometimes the touchdown celebrations, like in football, I'm not picking on football, by the way, it happens yeah. in every sport, yeah. you know, but they're, they're kind of fun, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been working for a while now, 
and I execute my job, and there's some times that I do it well, <laughs> and I don't run out into the middle of the street. Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't get on social media and point, you know, I don't talk trash to any other company, you know, and, and it just, like, if, if we really broke this down, yeah. and because and, this is a job for them, this is mm-hmm. their job, be an athlete, right? Yeah. That's their job. You did your job, you executed yeah. like you were supposed to. Why are you trying to put you know yeah. that much spotlight on yourself when it wasn't just you? Yeah. You know, someone is able to uh, more times than not uh, get a uh, intercept a pass uh, because typically the lineman was able to put enough pressure on the yeah. quarterback to make them make a bad throw. Multiple things happen for that to take Multiple place. Multiple yeah. things happen, yeah. and so I don't know. It just it's just been bothering me lately. Yeah. It just seems like it's getting progressively yeah. worse, and, know, and we're seeing it in high school and college it's in and really i saw it i went to a junior high game this year and saw some of it and i thought to myself man it's it's everywhere i mean it just is and and that's one thing like i coach a, a travel team with a couple guys and we've got three different age groups this year and, and that's one of the things that we preach to kids is trust the process you know you get better every single week and don't don't concern yourselves with the wins or the losses but if you get better then that's going to carry you through in life. And a lot of these things that, you know, are being taught, unfortunately, or allowed maybe in some sports um, are not going to get people very far in the workforce, you know, and unfortunately that may cost them a job someday or a marriage, yeah. you know, or whatever it may be. And um, more times than not, it's the parents. I mean, fuel seriously, it it's yeah. the one, they're the ones that fuel it, you know, more times or allow it yeah. You know, yeah. to take place. And I, I was coaching a team, and uh, this is years ago. And I won't even say what it was, but I was coaching a team, and uh, we had a practice. It, it, we were undefeated. We were going to play the un- other undefeated team. Yeah. And this practice, because you only got like one or two a week, yeah. was an important practice. Yeah. I need everybody at practice. Because somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going <laughs> to lose. Half of my team wasn't there yeah. because half of them were gone to do something else in another sport that no one told me about. Yeah. So I started the kids that were at practice, parents got upset about that, and that kid never came back because of that. I'm like, what? You yeah. never, you didn't call me to tell put in me. The work too, yeah. yeah, you know, they put the work in. And so anyway, I just kind of, you know, we just kind of got to this point in society when it comes to sports that um, a, we always put our kid above someone else's mm-hmm. kid, and then we allow this certain behavior that is really unsportsmanlike. Yeah, well, and, and one of the things I'm on the the. Sykes and Youth Baseball Board here in town, and one of the things that we talk about from time to time is that generally um, the six and under uh, league is the most difficult to officiate. Um, seven and eight is kind of hard. By nine and ten, they kind of start realizing, okay, my kid, my kid is not a pro athlete, you know. And eleven and twelve a little bit more. So then it, you know you hit the the middle school, high school age range, junior high. You start um, weeding out some of the kids. You start weeding out a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, so to me, instead of focusing on, um, and I was guilty of this one year major, and I had a had a mom uh, stop me, uh, my wife. She was with my wife, stopped me and the other coach after the game, and she's like, "Man, I hope you don't turn out like so and so," and pointed at the opposing coach, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, I'm kind of doing that." But her point was, "Man, just let them be kids, teach them the game, teach them life skills." And um, and just love them through all of that, and I think that's a hard thing for people to understand sometimes, mm. uh, especially at a younger age because you're just getting in it. Especially if you know if you're your first kid coming through, and yeah. um, it, to me, having those kids understand simple things and then understand who they are, you know, and where they find their value, 
um, is a really big thing. Um, lately, we've been reading a book with some of the high school coaches here in town called Burn Your Goals by Joshua Metcalf. And um, in it, one of the first, matter of fact, it may be the introduction, he says, your, your self-worth has already been determined. That's been determined by God. He determines what your value system is. And, and if he said that you were valuable enough that he sent his son Christ to die on the cross for you, then that's all the value you need. And, um, and so that helps free coaches up that are reading that book or players that are reading that book to go, you know, the, the most important thing to me may not be the most important thing after all. And um, helping them realize that, you know, at an earlier age is better than not. So. And it's really easy, too, to get into that mode, you know, as a coach, right? You know, winning and... uh, Well, that's what they write about in the newspapers. They're not talking about the character of your team in the newspaper a lot of time. And I worked in the newspaper, so we went hard after the angle of, why are you winning right now? What makes you successful? Um, Or, hey, this coach is losing, and and you don't don't see... um, what's happening you know in the locker room or right. you know maybe after practice with some of those kids um i i went to a tournament this year <laughs> and my kids were we we ran in the hallway after one of the games and they overheard some grown men i'm talking you know 60 70 year old and they were just bashing this head coach from this program the year before that team had won the whole tournament and this year they lost to a team they should have lost by 30 to and they lost by like four and these grown men were calling for this guy's job, just how bad of a guy he was, this, that, and the other. And I know him personally, you know, and I know him from behind the scenes, and I know what he's done with kids and what he's able to do with his family, how he's raising his family. And um, and all they went based off of was, what have you done for me lately? You right. know, and it was winning or losing. And Which is typical today. I it mean. is typical today, yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of those solid programs that have stuck around for a long, long time, they have success because they've trusted a process. Um, they've built something in the program for their young men and young women, um, and they're becoming better people. And um, programs that do that and the fans that don't judge too much off of the record um, can see how that's going to help their community. Well, you know, <laughs> you it's, know? it's funny, and, and these no, listen, these two guys aren't they're different <laughs> but Nick Saban and Bill Belichick right are, yeah. are two uh, one's a great college football coach and one is a great NFL football coach they're good friends and they get together yeah. and I don't know if you've seen it or not the art of coaching they actually had cameras this last time that they met oh, well, huh? and it was it was just very interesting a lot of things that you're talking about hey do your job and yeah. they actually talk about you know the celebrating and why are you celebrating from a first down why are you celebrating yeah. you know what I mean like you're just, down 20 <laughs> yeah and in Alabama they've got a, a sign on the door that says do your job yeah like that's the three words yeah. that they focus on the most do your job yeah Instead of you know, yeah, it's all about me kind of. Mentality. Man, we've, we've taken that approach with our with our travel team. We've got twelve twelve year old kids, eleven year old, and ten year old. And one of the things that we've done routinely at practice, um, we just started not up to up not too long ago. Um, but one thing that we've done is have them talk about the small victory from last week's practice. What did they do that they got better at? Rather than you know, hey, let's go win this next tournament we play and that kind of thing. It's Hey, what you know? What, what are you to doing to get better yeah. as a person, and how did you value the other people on your team? We're, and um, it's big. Uh, we, we've been talking about the FCA and really talking about sports in general, and and actions in sports, and actions of people. And and uh, Josh, one of the things that uh, is coming up for you that's a really important event is the banquet. 
which is, you know, it, it's uh, it's a night. It's a great night, first off, um, but also it helps raise funds for the FCA, uh, which is a self-sustaining um, organization, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. run by donations and what people two thousand guys, just guys and girls, just like me. That's what they do. They raise support to be able to go out and minister to coaches and athletes. Yeah, yeah. So the banquet is coming up. Yeah, it's um, Monday, February 24th at the Minor Convention Center. And this year we've got a special treat. We've got Lance Rhodes uh, that's going to be our guest speaker. And Lance was a graduate here, um, I think maybe in 2004 or so. Um, I played ball with Lance. And uh, Lance had a pretty cool little run. He went from uh, coaching at SEMO as an assistant coach for a while, and then he ended up at Mizzou um, with Coach Beezer. And then uh, SIU snagged him away this year, and so he's the head coach at SIU. And um, already making some major waves in the college baseball world with that. So um, Mizzou hated to see him go. He's the recruiting coordinator and was doing some awesome stuff. Um, and he's going to be a huge deal for SIU in the future, for sure. It's always nice when, um, you know, especially people that you know, you went to school with, and you see their progression in yeah. their, you know, category of business or work or whatever. Yeah. But it's really nice when you have someone who does something something that is it's kind of special. And to become a head coach of a D1, D1 college program, program yeah, is, a, is a big deal. Yeah. And he's young. I mean, like, he, he's... He's um, in his early 30s, and I mean that's a pretty big deal to be leading, you know, 18 to 22 year old, you know, men on a on a baseball field, and that they trusted him with that program. He brought in, I think, Tim Jamison, who had been at Mizzou at one time. So, I mean, he's got some guys there that he's surrounded himself with that are good, solid people, and um, and that program. Just watch in the future; it'll be something something to look at for sure. Not to chase a rabbit or anything, but. Baseball really in this area, you know, from small school to large school, mm-hmm. and then you get into college ranks like Southeast Missouri State has a lot of baseball success. Yeah. SIU is trying to get back on track. Murray State has had yeah. some success, and baseball really has a nice hold in this in this area. It does. It does. It's something. I mean, uh, it's kind of funny right now. We're <laughs> we're fighting for a place to even practice, even at the early age. You know, I mean, it, it's just a big deal. It's something that a lot of kids love to do. I think there are a lot of us that grew up doing it, so we we just kind of wanted to pass you know that passion on to our kids, and um, it's something you can build young men uh, doing that. Softball is the same thing with girls. I mean, it's it's a, you can teach a lot. It's it's a game of uh, it's a game of failure, really. I mean, it's you're going to fail more times than you succeed, and you can build some solid character through you know those teachings if they can handle it. Yeah. So the stat is, if you are a 300 or better hitter. You can get into the Hall You're of Fame. You're a Hall of Famer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that means you hit the ball. You can hit the ball three out of ten times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's less. And so it's it's so it's an easy thing to tell kids when they go one for three and they feel like a failure. Uh, you can say, "Man, it's a Hall of Fame," you know, batting batting average for the day, and they go, "Oh," <laughs> you know. I mean, and you can build them up from that. You know, you you count on the small successes, and you teach through those things for sure. So the banquet is coming up in a few weeks. Lance Rose is going to be your speaker. What else can people uh, expect at the banquet? Man, it's uh, it's a fun night. You know, I mean, it's it's really good. We've got um, Gloria Houston from New Madrid's FCA. Huddle is going to speak for a little bit. Um, I'll have some student athlete testimonies, so they'll hear what you know God's doing in the lives of students through FCA. 
Um, Lance is going to talk about that and how Scott Ashton at FCA at Mizzou, how he you know affected their program and their chapel services and things like that. So you'll get to hear a lot of the behind the scenes, what the ministry is doing for other people. Um, you know, with that, we've got coaches that have been to marriage retreats, and and I just heard from one last week and said, man, we've got to have another one. That's you know, nobody else is doing this, you know, and, and we want to be fed. And so and those kind of things are, are why we have the banquet. Um, we're providing Bibles, you know, um, every quarter we're handing out, you know, Bibles, dozens of Bibles, hundreds of Bibles in the last year um, to student athletes and, um, and then students alike that just show up at the huddles, you know. Um, the, the funds that are raised from this go to support those kind of things. Um, obviously, our staff budget is including that as well. And, um, you know, we couldn't do it without the support of the community. And this year we've had a lot of turnout um, for our banquet, and we've got a lot of solid sponsors. And um, I set a goal, and we've reached it. And, man, if we could just keep, tipping, you know, topping that off, uh, it'd be great. So, yeah, it's uh, we've got other things out there as well. We've got some silent auction stuff this year. We've got some autograph stuff from Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, the Super Bowl champ. And so we've got that kind of thing. Then we've got a raffle that's got a, a four-night, five-day getaway to Florida to the beach. Um, we've got a cooler that was donated from Orgill. We've got Cardinal tickets that were donated um, to be raffled off. And so there's good stuff out there other than just the banquet, too. So if you get a ticket and come by, you can, you know, maybe get in on a little bit more fun for your family. So, And tickets are available. How do we get tickets? Yeah, so we've got tickets. You can contact me at joshmills at fca.org um, or find me on Facebook and just shoot me a message on there. Um, the email may be the easiest way, but tickets, we've got individual tickets are $65, and that's a full-blown um, That's a full blown meal. It's, it's a sit-down, really nice dinner um, that's catered in. Um, or they can buy t- uh, tables for 500 um, and that's eight seats. Or we've also got a $1,000 table sponsorship, which includes like specific sponsorships for camps and marriage retreats for coaches and athletes. And so um, they kind of just get a little bit. They get that, and then they get an FCA uh, gift and some things that are just a little bit more special um, with that 1000 But, man, anything, they can, they can say, hey, I don't want to do a half or a full table. Can I do a half? And, man, I'll take care of it. Just shoot me an email, and, and we'll get you set up for sure. I talked to a guy at the YMCA earlier today, and he said, man, I need to get in on that. And I said, yeah, you sure do. And he said, <laughs> shoot me the flyer. So if you send me an email, I'll send you the flyer. All right, good deal. And that's coming up soon. And then you mentioned something else, the camp that's coming up. Um, yeah, we've got what's called an E3 Leadership Summit. Um, that's Friday, March 6th. Um, over at Piedmont, uh, which seems like an eternity away from here, but it's it's a good, easy drive. You go across 60, up 67, and then you're, you're there. Um, you make a little turn. But this, this place is called Eagle Sky Camp, um, and, man, it is a special place. And we're hosting um, a leadership summit there um, that uh, really a, a kid from Clearwater High School has had this goal and vision to uh, see kids come in and just – hear how to share their faith better and how to have a better huddle at their school. And so he brought it on, um, put himself to kind of share his huddle coach got a hold of me and, and there we went before we knew it, we were, you know, planning a big deal and they've got an 875 seat auditorium at this camp, um, which is going to blow people away when they see the camp. It's unreal. Unlike any camp I've ever been to, Hmm. and I've been to a bunch of them in student ministry. Um, but we're going to host that there and then, um, 
We've got a vision trip with our area board for FCA to go over and see the facility to plan a camp for this year. So we're we're working on booking some retreats and camps over that direction. There's everything from water zip lines to high ropes courses to tough mudder runs to um, the American Ninja Warrior cage out on pontoon floats. I mean, like they, you name it, they've got it at this place. It's it's really cool, and the lodging is not like any other camp. It's really nice. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, it's a cool place. We're hoping to do a lot of stuff through them, and they're trying to partner with FCA in a big way. So. So, I mean, same thing. If people are interested in the camp, you know, they want to go or send someone or whatever, what yeah. do they do? Yeah, so they can just find that information on SEMO uh, South FCA's Facebook page um, or my own personal FC, uh, personal Facebook page. Um, that particular retreat uh, that night is a $5 deal, and that just covers dinner. And so they're going to feed the kids that night, and then they're going to have worship. Um, they're going to hear from a guest speaker, and then we'll have breakouts that just help, um, you know, help kind of teach them a little bit more in leadership roles and how to go out and advance the gospel. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So some great things happening with the FCA. Josh, thanks for coming on the show, Man, telling thanks. us about it and talking Appreciate with you. us, and always welcome to come back anytime. Josh is the SEMO South FCA area rep, and again, we thank him for being with us, and thank you for being with us, too. Listen, if you missed the talk of Sykeston and you're just coming at the end, don't forget, you can catch us on our podcast on Podbean or iTunes. Just search for The Talk of Sykeston, and you'll find us. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Talk of Sykeston Facebook page. You can... Uh, keep track of who's going to be on the show, and also send us some suggestions as well. So always a pleasure having you with us. Thanks for being with us on the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell.